103.3 Asheville. And uh, by the way, our station's license will be up for renewal soon. So I'm going to read this announcement out to y'all so you can get any info about it that you need. So, okay, here we go. On May 22nd, 2015, WSFMLP was granted a license by the Federal Communications Commission to serve the public interest as a public trustee until December 1st, 2019. Our license will expire on December 1st, 2019. We must file an application for license renewal with the FCC on August 1st, 2019. When filed, a copy of this application will be available for inspection at the FCC website at FCC.gov. It contains information about the station's performance since the station's license was first granted on May 22nd, 2015. Individuals who wish to advise the FCC of facts related to our renewal application and to whether the station has operated in the public interest should file comments and petitions with the FCC by November 1st, 2019. Further information concerning the FCC's broadcast license renewal process is available from the Federal Communications Commission, Washington, D.C., 20554 or at www.fcc.gov. Alrighty then. Coming up next is Radioactive Kids, and programming support is brought to you by our contributing listeners and by Bears, Bees, and Brews in the Center for Honeybee Research. They are present, presenting the, excuse me, they are presenting Pollinators Secret Superheroes on June 27th at the Asheville Masonic Temple. This event features a dinner and presentation of the instrumental role pollinators play for the culinary world and a healthy ecosystem. Info at secretsuperheroes.vip. Screen reader support enabled. Asheville event exclusively programmed by volunteers, and we're always on the lookout for, for people interested in radio and helping others and in being of service to our community. More information on how to get involved is on our website at AshevilleFM.org. You've been waiting for this, right? Oh, no. <laughs> I just start skipping. Oh, no. Oh, well. Okay. Um, let's see if we, if we, if we can't play a, a little bit of the theme song because it's... Not radioactive kids without a tiny bit of the theme song. If there we go, sounds good. Since we had to read that announcement at the top of the hour, I'm going to start fading off right here. Anyway, hi everyone. This is Radioactive Kids on Asheville FM. I am Sagan. We have a really great uh, show for you today. We have a huge variety of music from all over the place. And we have two interviews. uh, One at 8.30, coming up in like 26 minutes, will be interviewing an author from Canada named Kenny Wilson, who contacted me a while back and 
asked if I could interview him. I said, why not? Let's do it. And we'll be interviewing Alina Celeste at 930. Excited about that. We have new music by the Amoeba People, um, Kari Strong, a um, whole, whole bunch more. Yeah. Anyway, let's just, let's just start playing some music. This is... Uh, excuse, excuse me. Let's start off, however, with a brand new album by a brand new kindy band. They are also from Canada. They're called Hey Buster, and their debut album is also called Hey Buster. This first song of the album is called One Meatball, No Spaghetti. Stay tuned, y'all. Got a lot of good stuff coming up on Asheville FM. Up and down For an eating spot in town I read the menus Through and through To see what 50 cents could do One meatball One meatball One meatball All I could get Was one meatball Yeah Told the waiter close at hand All about my simple plan The guests were startled one and all To hear that waiter loudly call One meatball One meatball One meatball All that he wants is one meatball Felt a little ill at ease So requested some bread, please The waiter hollered from down the hall You don't get bread with one meatball One meatball When I was a boy, the song I played was Bang Bang Bong. And all day long, I'd sing along to Bang Bang Bong. Bing Bang, Bang Bang Bong. When Dad would bake a cake, I'd make a Bang Bang Bong. When Mom would take a nap, I'd clap a Bang Bang Bong. Bing Bang, Bang Bang Bong. Got on the phone, I'd ring up Bing Bang Bong But then she'd call me a no good digger Bing Bang Bong Bing Bang Bing Bang Bong My parents asked the school to stop my Bing Bang Bong 
you heard about you? The hedgehog who got into trouble on the A32. He was out there hunting worms and he took a wrong turn. Now he can't get across to get home. Now he can't get across to get home. And all Hugh's family. Waiting on the other side, as the cars and the lorries whizz by. Hugh's mum began to panic, and despite the noise of the traffic, Hugh could hear her cry. And she said, Hugh, Hugh, what you gonna do? You gotta get across to get home, son. You gotta get across to get home. Then a kind old man in a transit van pulled over to see what he could do. But Hugh got scared of the man in the van, so he ran and he ran and he ran and he ran towards the A32. Then a gang from Milton Keynes on the Silver Dream machines had to brake and swerve and skid. Hugh's mum just looked away. She got down on her knees to pray. She said, "Won't somebody help my prickly kid?" And you know what she did? She said, "Hugh, Hugh, what you gonna do? You gotta get across to get home, son. You gotta get across to get home." She said, "Hugh, Hugh, what you gonna do?" You gotta get across to get home, son. You gotta get across to get home. Then a farmer in a four by four, doing eighty and a little bit more, came speeding along with his Wellington boot to the floor. There was mud on his windscreen too, and he just didn't see little Hugh. And over the hedgehog rode the four by four. Have you heard about Hugh? Hedgehog who got into trouble on the A32. He was out there hunting worms, and he took a wrong turn. Now he can't get across to get home. Now he can't get across to get home. And his mum cried, "Oh my gosh, I think my son has just been squashed." But she hadn't considered the condition of the council's roads. You see, they were covered in cracks and holes until one of them Hugh had rolled. And when his head popped up, his mum could feel a hedgehog heart explode. And she said, Hugh, Hugh, I'm a little bit annoyed with you. But you got yourself across in your home, son. You got yourself across in your home. She said, Hugh, Hugh, I'll be kissing and cuddling you. Now you got yourself across in your home, son. You got yourself across in your home. <laughs> oh, I love that song by Nick Cope. The, from his most recent album, Have You Heard About Hugh? That was the title track. Before that, we heard three songs by Hey Buster, 
brand new candy group from Canada. Um, we heard No Cheddar, Bing Bang Bong, and One Meatball, No Spaghetti. All right, I am Sagan. This is Radioactive Kids. Remember, you can check the show out on Facebook and Instagram if that's your thing. And you can also m- make a request. If you're listening live, you can g- give me a call at 828-259-3936. If you're not listening live, you can email me. My email is sagan at ashevillefm.org. That's S-A-G-A-N. And let me know what you want to hear. All right. I am excited about this next thing we're going to play. Um, Kari Strong and Josh Goforth are amazing local kindy artists. They have a brand new album that was just released. It's called Beneath the Cherry Tree, and I'm super excited to play it right now. The first song on the album is called The Cherry Tree on Radioactive Kids.
Je suis l'eau, nous sommes l'eau. Beautiful. That was Agua Que Va by uh, Mariano Post. That's his most recent single. Um, Before that, we heard three songs by Kari Strong and Josh Goforth, local uh, kindy artists. We heard Song of the Excuse me. We heard Song of the Wind, the Happy Groundhog, and the Cherry Tree. And Hopefully, we'll be able to get them on the phone pretty soon. So, or excuse me, in studio. So, I am excited about that. Okay, let's keep on playing some new music, shall we? This is brand new music by the Amoeba People. <laughs> they make crazy, like, science based rock for everyone. Their new album is about geology. It's called The Fossil Record. And this song is called. Back to the beginning. Let's go back to the beginning. What's it really all about? Is it even something we can know about? How deep can you dig into history? The deeper you go, the deeper the mystery. You can give it a name like Precambrian time, but that's four billion years on a very long timeline. Magma to granite, sandstone to quartzite, limestone to marble, and shale into slate. Can you take me back when the earth is 
time, mysterious, primeval, a time of great geologic upheaval. Primitive life in a shifting landscape. Try to comprehend it, it's enough to make you go away. Magma to granite, sandstone to quartzite, limestone to marble, and shale into flint. Can you take me back when the earth is really spinning? Can you take me back, 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 back to the beginning? Can you take me back when the earth is really spinning? Can you take me back, 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 back to the beginning? Sun is marching on. people and back to the beginning from their new album the fossil record and remember i announced at the top of the show that we would have an author calling up a guy who contacted me a while back about his new book his name is kenny wilson and i have him on the air with me right now hello can you hear me i sure can Awesome. Well, uh, we are glad to have you. So, uh, I wanted to first, because I haven't said it yet, ask you, what is this new book that you have? Well, it's called The Adventures of Rabbit Girl, Rise of the Hero. Mm-hmm. And and so, just can, can you give like a real quick t- teaser of what it's about and why uh, it is good and awesome? Awesome. Yeah, I could do that. Great. It's uh, the Adventures of Rabbit Girl is uh, is a series, mm-hmm. and this book uh, covers uh, how Rabbit Girl becomes a hero. So she she gets powers when she eats her vegetables, yeah. and she starts training to become a hero. And while she's training, she, de- uh, she everything seems to go wrong for her. She trips over her own two feet, and she has some problems, and she starts to doubt whether or not she's actually cut out to be a hero. Mm-hmm. And, and when she's at the height of this self-doubt, she just, uh, her school gets attacked by a troll. Whoa. And she's the only one who can save the school. Mm-hmm. And so she, she rises to the occasion and she becomes a hero she's destined to be. 
Awesome. Yeah, and 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 uh, uh, she also has support from the community, right? Yeah, she sure does. There's uh, Coach Janet, mm-hmm. who's who's her trainer, and her best friend CJ. Awesome. So, so I wanted to ask you know how did what inspired you to write this book because I, I believe I saw on your w- w- website that it was the the be- beginning of the story was a b- bedtime story told to your d- d- daughter right yes it sure was I, I um both my books are actually bedtime stories yeah I I, I always try and tell my daughter's stories and and she likes it when I make up my own stories and mm-hmm. and that at the time when I was telling this bedtime story she was she was facing some things uh, that she didn't think that she could do, mm-hmm. uh, and and as a parent, I, I could see. Well, yeah, you're you're more than capable of doing that. But for her, she didn't think she was able to, and mm-hmm. so I I decided to make a story about a little girl who's who's a superhero, and she also doesn't think she can do it. And then in the end, she discovers she can when she she gets her eyes off of whether or not she can, and she just focuses on on helping other people. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, like like. I think like stories, you know, and, and, and like stories that try to, to, to get a m- message across are best when they, you know, when, when they don't like tell you d- d- directly, but try to, you know, let you f- f- figure it out, you know, like, 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 like y- 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 you did with the, with the, the book, you kind of showed the story. You didn't say you should do this, you know, that's right. Cause you're, and you, you may you may read something into it that I didn't even think of. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's, uh, I, I think stories are like the best way to, to teach our kids on, on how to, uh, to face things. Mm-hmm. Cause then they, then they, when you, cause I remember when I was a kid, I, I, uh, my parents would tell me stories and when I'd face things in my life, I remember those stories and, and like that character was able to solve it by doing this. And it gives you, uh, you, you almost gain your experience when you're reading a story like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I'm also cu- curious how different the original uh, b- b- bedtime story was from the final book p- product. Oh, there's a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it it, it it's, uh, when you when you write a book, you um, like for me yeah. uh, personally. Uh, I have to have the story stew in my in my head for a while before yeah. I can get it down on paper. Uh-huh. So to to ad lib in front of my daughter at night, it's pretty easy because she's she's um, probably my most easygoing critic. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's not going to give me a hard time about the story. She just <laughs> wants to hear it, right? Yeah, yeah. But when you when, when you're trying to put it down on paper, you you really got to put a lot of thought to it, and then you got to write it out. And for this for this book, I must have rewritten it probably 10 or 15 times Wow! before I got it just the way that I wanted it. And then I sent it to an editor and, uh, and we went through it again. And, and that, uh, that process, we went back and forth about three or four times before we got it right down pat and, and to the final version where it is today. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that that's, that's great. I, and I, I wonder if, if you would have, have thought of the things, um, that you put in the book if you had been just t- telling the story and improvising it? No, it, it, it wouldn't have. It probably would have been about half the story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because because while, while, you're, while you're writing it, you, you have time to sit back and, and you could say, you know what, that, that idea was okay, but I think if I take that out, I could rework it and change it to something different. When you're improvising, once you've said it, it's, you've said it. Mm-hmm. So you've got you to gotta move on with the story. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, you alluded to this earlier in, in the interview, but um, I'm curious why you chose R- R- Rabbit Girl as as the the central idea f- f- for the story. Why a r- rabbit? <laughs> my at the time, my my daughter had a pet rabbit that she ah. carried around with her everywhere, and and uh, the rabbit's name was Bun, ah. and its last name was E. <laughs> well, so, and she carried this thing around for about six months. So yes. that's I uh, I got the idea from her, and I didn't want to do uh, a, a story about a girl running around with a with a toy rabbit. I, I hmm. thought that I combined them both into into one character. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's interesting. You know, there there, se- there seems to be like a, a very very long tradition of like animal based su- superheroes, but like nobody really thinks of a rabbit as being powerful. But when you really like consider it they run they they are they run fast they have very powerful legs you know they have very powerful teeth you know they 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 know how to get, get things done that's right and and they uh um and they're smart yes <laughs> rabbits rabbits are smart yes yeah they, and they know when to stay out of the way i guess that's right awesome so um uh, i also wanted to ask you so uh this book is the first book in a series correct so uh so when will the next books be out and what what can we expect well i i have um i've already written the next three books whoa Uh, the the second book uh clever jenny is uh, it's it's called the Adventures of Rabbit Girl, Clever Jenny. If if you're going to look for it when it comes out, mm-hmm. but it's that one is in with my illustrator right now, and books three and four are in with my editor, and I'm planning on sending them to my illustrator so we can kind of have a common theme for all three books. Awesome. I'm I'm hoping sometime around July or August we'll have the second book out, and our hope is to have all four books out before the end of, like, before Christmas. Wow. Yeah, that is a fast uh, schedule. I I know. <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I'm using words like hope. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, never know, you never know when you're creating something how long it's really going to take, and, and I'd much rather uh, put something great out a little later mm-hmm. than put something that's not done out earlier. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So, so where can we uh, get this book if we want to check it out? It's on Amazon.com mm-hmm. uh, is, is where you'll be able to get it. Mm-hmm. And I have a, a page on there as well, an author page. Uh, or you can follow me on Facebook at Kenny Wilson Author. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that you were giving away uh, copies of the book for, uh, for the contest, right? Yeah. That we, I, I am planning on doing another contest in June. I just haven't announced it yet. Okay, cool, awesome. Well, we look f- forward to that. Well, f- um, so th- thank you so much for calling us up, and I hope everyone enjoys ch- checking out your books and l- l- learning the great things and enjoying the story. Thank you so much, Sagan. I really appreciate you having me on the show. Awesome. Th- th- thank you. Have a great day. Bye bye. All right, this is Radioactive Kids. Let's play some more uh, Amoeba People. This is a, a song about the giant crater of the uh, that that the me- meteorite that caused the extinction of the dinosaurs made in the Gulf of me- 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 Mexico. It's called 
Chicxulub. Chicxulub. There is a crater down in Chicxulub. Don't be a hater, brother. Don't be rude. It's only Chicxulub. Chicxulub. There is a crater down in Chicxulub. One hundred million megatons of doom came down with a boom. It happened in the Cretaceous, and its impact was audacious when that asteroid hit. Ooh, a giant fireball lit up the sky. Oceans boiled and the creatures fried, and there was nowhere to hide. Mega tsunami scrubbed clean every shore in the vicinity of the impact site. It was unlike anything those dinosaurs had ever seen. Uh huh. Chicxulub, what's a disaster, brother? Chicxulub, destructive like no other. Chicxulub, oh what a bummer it was. Chicxulub, apocalyptic it was. Chicxulub, nothing cryptic, just a crash and boom, and then planet-wide doom. Oh, oh yes, it slammed into the Yucatan, which became a giant frying pan, cooking the atmosphere. A cloud of CO2 blocked out the sun. Ash and fire rained on everyone, and there was nowhere to run. The only survivors were those who could dig or dive to the depths of the sea. A dubious distinction that was caused by mass extinction in the fiery global foundry called the KPG boundary, where the dinosaurs they were dying no more. Yeah, Chicxulub, there is a crater down in Chicxulub. Don't be a hater, brother. Don't be a rude. It's only Chicxulub. Chicxulub. It seems all dust all gone in Chicxulub. Nothing but fossils now are left of those creatures long gone. Forever, those creatures are gone. Forever, those creatures are Brachiosaurus, Megalosaurus, Dilophosaurus, Platyosaurus, Cetiosaurus, Patagosaurus, Saltibus, Ardenex, Hypsilophodon. Ah, the terrible lizards, wiped out by this asteroid blizzard. Ah, the terrible lizards, fossilized bones put back together. Triceratops, Velociraptor, Gallimimus, Ankylosaurus, Tyrannosaurus, Gilmorosaurus, Gracilosaurus, Lambiosaurus, Dromaeosaurus, Baronyx, Dracorex, Minmi, Kakuru. We are the terrible lizards, wiped out by the post-asteroid blizzard. We are the terrible lizards, fossilized bones put back together.
Allosaurus, Amygdalodon, Apatosaurus, Bambi Raptor, Irritator, Protoceratops, Gargolosaurus, Harpy Mimas, Allosaurus, Gigantosaurus, Tealingosaurus. No sé si a ustedes les pasa, pero cuando uno come muchos dulces, como que el cuerpo se empieza a acelerar. 
pancita. Woohoo! That was Banda Tepi or Tapir from Ecuador. They have a, a new single that they sent to me, and it is called El Blues del Dulce. Pretty awesome. Before that, we heard two songs, or actually, well, three three songs by the Amoeba people from their new album, The Fossil Record. We heard The Terrible Lizards and Chicxulub. And that really hard part of that last song is a good transition to the next artist we're going to play. This is is something very interesting from Canada. They, uh, this is uh, a kid and his dad. I believe they, uh, the, they recorded this in their basement. They recorded a two song EP that I believe they're, they're going to come out with, with more new music. It's called Top Secret. The artist is named Noah Cat and it's pretty crazy. And remember kids, you, you too can Sing like this, and you too can make this music if your parents are willing to make it with you. So, let's enjoy this first song. It's called Mud Cats. Here it is on Asheville FM. This is Radioactive Kids. You might want to turn your volume down a little bit before I play it, because it's going to be loud. All right, ready? Here we go.
Yes, indeed. This is Radioactive Kids on Asheville FM at WSFMLP 103.3, Asheville, North Carolina. And we go from Noah Cat to Los Fabulosos del Circo. This is Radioactive Kids. <laughs> comer frutita
Fabulosos del Circo from Chile, a song called Yo Soy Tu Papa from their album 2017. Before that, we heard Vamos a Comer Frutista. And we also heard two songs by Noah Cat from their debut EP, Top Secret. We heard Most Deep and Mud Cats. I am saying this is Radioactive Kids, and programming support is brought to you by Echo Mountain Recording Studios. Located in Asheville, Echo Mountain Recording Studios offers analog and digital recording services featuring vintage microphones, outboard gear, and instruments, as well as modern equipment. For more info, echomountain.net or 232-4314. Are you part of a local nonprofit organization? Need some help getting your message out? Asheville FM will air your PSA on WSFMLP 103.3 Asheville and on the internet at www.ashevillefm.org. A public service announcement is a great way to gain exposure for your organization or cause while supporting positive change in your community. Whether your organization has an existing PSA or needs some assistance writing one, we're here to help. More info at www.ashevillefm.org or PSA at ashevillefm.org. All right, I have a real uh, unusual uh, treat f- for you. This group called Headlights re- Headlights <laughs> released an album of music concrete or m- music concrete. Um, it's French. I don't know how to pronounce French. And if you don't know what that is, it's fine. Music concrete is music constructed by mixing recorded sounds developed by experimental composers in the 1940s. So they took, like, sounds that already existed and mixed them into, like, really weird, experimental, background, crazy music. The album is called Child's Play. It is described as an alphabet allegory. It has 26 songs, each of which are a, a letter. Where And I'm going to play four of them. I'm going to play, play B is for bells, C is for construction, D is for drone, and M is for tape music for children. Music created using a cassette tape. So, hope you enjoy this. This is a, something you don't hear every day. Here it is. Back scratch, back 
Pretty nuts, huh? That was a song by Headlights from their brand new album um, called uh, uh, Child's Play, an alphabet allegory. And we heard uh, M is for tape music for children, D is for drones, C is for construction, and B is for bells. All right, so uh, coming up pretty soon, we will be interviewing Alina Celeste on Radioactive Kids. So let's play some songs from her brand new album, Love is Tequiro. This uh, first song we're going to play is called Baca Lechera on Radioactive Kids. Is it going? There he goes. Oh, sounds off. Let me just start that song over.
Well, we are having technical difficulties. The song just cut off, and it was like 30 seconds from the end. So how about we just start the next song? This is called Baila Conmigo. It's a good song. Hope you enjoy it. This is Radioactive Kids. Vamos a contarlas, sí. 
seis, coquinas siete, coquinas ocho y nueve diez, coquinas sí, sí, las hemos encontrado, sí, sí, y también las hemos contado. Otra vez, una coquina dos, coquinas tres y cuatro cinco coquinas seis coquinas siete coquinas ocho y nueve diez coquinas sí sí mis amiguitas lindas sí sí escondidas en la Celeste, and you're listening to Radioactive Kids on Asheville FM. 
Cuando naciste aprendí nuevas palabras y yo las cantaba todos los días. Oh, mi cielo, oh, mi cielo, mi chiquito, mi gordito, mi querido, cariñito, mi cielo. Ay, qué lindo. Manitas y deditos, tu sonrisa y barriga, qué lindas. Oh, te quiero, oh, te quiero, por la mañana, todo el día, por la noche, todavía te quiero. Parted. 
I'll look up to see a piece of you and I. Long, long ago, the sky came alive. The light was an ocean. The ocean was life, and all the universe was bright. Night made day, and day made night. Oh, the world will always go on turning, and life will often be a fight. But stars will also go on burning. Wherever there is dark, there will be light. And we're back on Radioactive Kids. This is Asheville FM. We've been listening to Alina Celeste. We've heard uh, Stardust, Tequiro, Kitty Ketchy, Coquinas, Baila Conmigo, and Baca Lechera. And I am re- re- really happy to welcome Alina to the air with me right now. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Oh, no. Oh, wait, there we go. Uh-oh. All right, well, we got problems. Okay, here we go. Um, let's let's play another song by Alina Celeste while we're trying to get her on the air. Los pollitos dicen pío 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 cuando tienen hambre cuando tienen frío. La gallina busca el maíz y el frío, les da la comida y les presta abrigo bajo su 
Celeste, you on the air? Uh, uh, wonderful. Awesome. I, I am on the air. <laughs> Yay! I'm so glad we we, we made that work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, um, so I I am re- really happy to be uh, listening to this new album of yours, Love Is Tequero. I wanted to start Thank the interview you. by asking. So this is your most b- bilingual album thus far, right? That's correct. Yes. Awesome. So, so wh- wh- why did you make this album uh, now? Uh, well, I think um, the conversation at large in media has been about representation in media, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to make an album that reflected my own experience of childhood, which you know was one where um, Spanish and English sort of coexisted uh, in the world, just around me. You know, the sounds that I heard were Spanish sounds and English sounds. And so I wanted to create an album that reflected that. Ah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's, that's interesting. Cause I, I, I seem to remember, uh, me, 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 amigo Hamlet when I interviewed him last year, I think saying something kind of similar to like, he wanted to kind of re- replicate, you know, the environment of, of multiculturalness that kids are actually experiencing. Yes, yeah, exactly. And I think a, a lot of a huge percentage of children in the United States are growing up in multicultural bilingual homes and you know, I think that it's really important to celebrate that and um expose a wider audience to that experience. Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's really great that you include, you know, both well, I guess I guess both a, a Spanish uh and uh english you know re written uh, folk songs on the album because i hadn't heard the 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 spanish song uh uh vaca lechera before the, this album actually and oh, really? it's it's really yeah i know i i, I sh- should have and, and it's really great that you kind of introduce that to a new audience oh yeah uh, i i did try to include some more traditional spanish language folk songs because yes there's this huge repertoire, this rich uh, history and library of songs for children in Spanish and folk songs and stuff that I think don't have the sort of exposure that they deserve. So yeah, I I really wanted to add a few that I love performing and I always get a huge response from, you know, adults who are Spanish speakers, Mm -hmm. recognizing those songs from their own childhoods. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, uh, how... How 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 does your uh, per performing uh, tie in with this album and f- f- for that matter your uh, uh, y- y- YouTube channel? Were any of these songs like like uh, refined or or rewritten throughout performing and your YouTube channel? Absolutely, um, a lot of these songs are songs that I perform or have performed, you know, on stage, and so they were definitely affected by the way I I did them with the kids. Mm-hmm. And um, and the YouTube channel, I've done a lot of these songs on the YouTube channel, but I do feel like 
the um, it's a very different medium in that the YouTube channel is a little bit more um, interactive. Like I do a lot more songs that are acapella or finger play. You know, I'm they're visually inclined, where the album is more about listening and dancing and singing and mm-hmm. less about the visual aspect. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 right on there. I think because I I always find when I'm l- l- listening to like kids music that's obviously meant to be like uh, playing along and, and like visual on mm-hmm. uh, on a, a r- 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 record that it's like it, it's lost something. And I f- f- felt like that even s- since I was a kid. But your album, yes. you obviously intended it to be heard. Exactly. Yeah, that definitely, because it, it was a difficult, when I was first choosing the songs to put on the album, there were some that I just love, but they're, you know, they're sort of finger plays or things that involve movement that I just felt like I couldn't translate onto an album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that, that, that's great. Um, uh, I really love the way you c- collaborate with, with different kindy artists on, on this album, because we, we were t- 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 talking about it a little bit before we went on air and you and you said what there are only like three actual uh, uh musical c- collaborations on the album right correct okay so and but there are, are two more uh co- collaborations uh in the the general producing and pa- packaging of the album yes that's yeah that's correct and well and, and actually um so James Coffey mm-hmm. of Blue Vision Music was the uh, he mixed it and he was the engineer and he actually did add some instruments oh, wow. um, during the mixing process. Yes, uh, the accordion, for example, and the Celeste. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, he uh, was a part of it. And then the other Susan Salador, of whom I am a huge fan, she sang on a few of the tracks because I love her voice. Mm-hmm. And I asked her to. And then Nick Davios, uh, he also has a children's album. He also sang on the album. And then Mi Amigo Hamlet, of course, designed the artwork. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's that, that's really great. How it's like a it's a, a whole c- c- community made this album. It really kind of fits with the whole m- m- message you're trying to to get across. I guess. Yes. Well, and, and also, you know, I'm very happy to be a part of the the, the sort of kindy community at large it's a pretty small group you know everybody kind of knows everybody and um i think that aspect is is really wonderful and the way that we can all work with each other and help each other i think it should be done more you know yes 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 more collaborations please yes (laughs) awesome so um i wanted to ask you about a couple of the songs uh and the the Last song we played before we we tried to get you on the air the f- f- first time was Stardust, which is I think the one of the most interesting songs on the album because it really like uh, brings up uh, very very much larger issues in a very simple form that that really makes you look at the issues from another angle. So I was wanting to ask you why and how you wrote the, the, that one. Uh, so Stardust is, is probably one of the ones that's closest to my heart. I, uh, I I used to live in Los Angeles, and my favorite place in all of Los Angeles is the Griffith Observatory. Oh, wow. In Griffith Park. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a science geek and mm. a space geek, and so I, would, I loved going there. And, you know, they have telescopes, and they have all these displays that talk about gravity and physics and light and, you know, all the different things that you learn about when you learn about outer space and planets and stuff. 
And um, I had decided to leave Los Angeles after seven, well, I guess at that time it was about six years there. And I happened to go to the Griffiths Observatory and I watched one of my favorite movies. So like a lot of observatories, they have like these 20-minute movies on the birth of the universe or, you know, things like that. So I watched, I had watched this movie on the birth of the universe probably for the fourth time. (laughs) And, you know, and it's about the Big Bang theory and, and how planets were formed. Mm -hmm. And I remember watching it and coming home that evening and just thinking about just how amazing that was and how all of us on the planet earth are made up of the same elements that created the entire universe. Yeah. You know, to get overly poetic, we all contain multitudes. You know, <laughs> so I was thinking about that, um, and I remember looking in the mirror, you know, sort of washing my face, getting ready for bed, and actually the uh, the chorus just popped into my head. Wow! And it was about uh, you know I was leaving LA, so I was sort of thinking like you never really leave. You know, okay. there's you leave pieces of yourself metaphorically and physically everywhere. Yeah. Uh, just like the universe. So it all kind of came together. I think I wrote the majority of that song that night in 10 minutes, wow. you know, and then I went to bed and I finished it the next morning. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That, so that, that, that song is re- re- really about many more things than I even thought of listening to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I wanted it to be too, like um, the, the bridge of the song is actually sort of a general poetic description of the big bang theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's so. that's really great. Yeah, wow. We have, well, I wanted to ask you about another one of the songs. It's, I know it, it won't be quite as wide ranging as Stardust, but I love the song "Kitty Catchy" because it's a it's a reworking of uh, King Kong Kitchy Kaimyo, right? The the yes, the, yes, and with the version of. Froggy went a Gordon with totally different lyrics, and I love that because that's how you know f- f- folk music uh, right. changes and makes itself b- b- better. So, how did you write the, the, that one? So, I just adore the chorus of King Kong Kaimyo. Oh, me too! And, I love know, it so much. Yeah. So it's just one of my favorite things. Like I could, I shout it. Like I shout it at the top of my lungs more than once. You yes. know. So yes. Um, I've always liked it, and, and you know, I, I love the idea of the folk process, and that melody is ancient, you know, mm-hmm. it's hundreds of years old, and it's been repurposed so many times, like you were saying, Froggy Went Accordant, King Kong Kaimyo, which are technically two separate songs, yeah. you know? So um, I was thinking about the folk process and how much I love shouting out that chorus, and I was like, you know, what if I just made this my own? I took this ancient melody... And um, and I made it my own. So, I, yeah, I added a bunch of words. And I wanted it to be a, a love song. I, of all of the albums, I mean, all of the songs, in one way or another, are love songs. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted it to be about friendship and love and and how joyful that is. So, you know, that's why I, I changed the chorus words. And then I tried to tell little love stories. Every verse is a little love story. Yeah. That's that's man, that, that's so great. It actually didn't occur to me until now, but it actually makes sense now that all the songs are kind of different sorts of love songs. Yes, that's that's so great, man. I hate to say it, but we are out of time. So I want to thank you so much for calling us up and chatting. And where can people buy this album if they want to check it out? Which I'm sure they do. Uh, well, first, thank you. This has been great. And uh, they can get the album on iTunes and Amazon and CD Baby. And, of mm-hmm. course, listen to it on Spotify and Apple Music. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for calling, and we look forward to hearing more from you in the future. Thank you. Have a great Saturday. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Awesome. Let's see. This is Radioactive Kids. We have a new album called The Rough Guide to World Music for Children. This song is called Africa by Nuru Kane. Saimara
<laughs> that was the Jaipur Kawa Brass Band from India with an awesome song called La La Gal Jan Kehain Lagu. And I'm probably pronouncing that totally wrong, but I hope you can find it. If you, can, if you don't understand what I'm saying, look, at, look up the playlist on spinatron.com. All right, that was from the Rough Guide to World Music for Children. We have one more song from that album. Uh, it's by Shikoyuk. It's called Gili Bengali. And before that, we heard uh, Africa by Nuru Kane from the same album on the World Music Network. And we're almost out of time on the Radioactive Kids Show for today. But I want to thank you so much for listening and thank Kenny Wilson and Alina Celeste, two lovely people, for calling us up and chatting about their work. Um, It is a pleasure talking to y'all. Coming up next on Asheville FM is Something Else with Ernesto, so stay tuned for that. And if you want to hear the show again, Radioactive Kids, you can check out the podcast anywhere that podcasts are found. Find a podcast, it'll be Radioactive Kids. Um, let's uh, finish off with, uh, as I said, Shikoyuk and Gili Bengali, then play one song by Keller Williams from his album Kids. I think we're going to play um, Hula Hoop to the Loop. All right, it has been great hanging out with y'all, and I will see y'all next week. Thank you.
10 a.m. in the Blue Ridge Mountains, and you are listening to Asheville FM at WSFMLP 103.3 Asheville. (laughs) 